Episode 331 of Drunk National Podcast. I'm your host as always, I'm Tyler, and joining me the man, the myth, the legend himself, Sir Colonel Gables. What's up, buddy? Man, I'll tell you what. If this week doesn't get here fast enough, if this weekend doesn't get in here fast enough, I just may, just may die of heat exhaustion. I'll tell you that for a good fact. <laughs> man, it's been humid as hell up in Washington State where I'm at, too. I mean... Case in point, when you're stuck inside of a bag of warehouse all day working and stuff, it's like, oh man, I need something to drink. I need it like fast. I need something that's going to be cool and refreshing. So it's like, okay, let's get some bottled water. Let's get some coffee or something like that. Even though caffeine is probably the worst thing I should be having. But yeah, coffee dehydrates you. But it, what's kind of funny? It's like, even after I get off of work and stuff, it's like uh, I gotta go through. It's like. A, my mom and I are just going through, and it's like, hey, let's go to Dairy Queen. Like, uh, let's go Gary, get some ice cream. It's like, okay, get some ice cream yesterday. Got some ice cream today. I'm like, okay. Okay, I know that the reasoning why she wanted to go by Dairy Queen for, like, this past day was because, uh, oh, they're having a Children's Miracle Network thing, you know, blah, 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 for, like, a dollar off. Well, I know for a fact she only wanted to do that. It's like, oh, she wants to get something cold. <laughs> It's Dairy Queen, though, man. You don't need an excuse to go to Dairy Queen. Well, yeah, that's very true, too. But at the same time, you know, it's been nice actually having some form of uh, alternative than just working and then just maybe just passing out inside bed trying to go to sleep. Because that's what's happened to me, like, twice this week. It's been kind of like a tough work week, but at the same time, I'm very happy that I have my downtime, too. I'm going to be having a vacation fairly soon. Ooh. In the next couple weeks, I'm going to start my August off right. Hell, I may even be a hermit off of social media for a little bit here and there, but I'm still going to record podcasting stuff because that's what I like to do. <laughs> but uh, other than that, man, I'm doing all right. How have you been, Tyler? Well, sorry, drinking there. Um, doing all right. Uh, you know, about the same as you. Uh, I look for you know it's great summertime usually for work because it's you know just forty hour weeks and you know forty forty five hour weeks. Um, we've been doing eleven or four eleven hour days the last uh, like month, Dang. which is great. Yeah, on Friday morning, but it ruins the rest of your like Monday through Sunday through Sunday evening through like Thursday just suck because um, it's it's been like you like you it's been hot it's been miserable mm-hmm. and working like I usually work five nine hour days so now. Uh, you know, the extra two hours at work in the heat uh, just drains you even more. So basically, yep. you're, you're, you already have less time after work to do stuff. And now you're even more tired after work to do stuff. So, because um, I'm saying I'm, I like to get out. You, usually in the summertime, I get off work, come home, take a quick little like 30, 40 minute nap. And then like I still have, you know, four or five hours before I like I need to like go to, you know, eat some food and go to bed. Uh, now I'm getting off later. Uh, I, I come home take like a, i'm taking like an hour and a half two hour nap and i'm waking up and i'm like oh shit now i gotta eat and i have like an hour and then i have to go back to bed so it, it really sucks um those four days of the week but it's it's nice like today's thursday night so i have tomorrow off and i get to sleep in and i'm gonna hopefully play some games and watch tv um but yeah no i'm, I'm with you it's just 
it's, it's been it's been a very exhausting summer as far as oh, uh, yeah. work and the heat goes. Um, that's the downside though for like you know Iowa and Washington states states kind of the same way where it's either cold and snowy or it's super hot outside. So. And even in the fact if Washington state's like cold and snowy, I'll, I'm still gonna just say this man. It's like that couple feet of snow that Washington like Clallam County had for like the month of February. That was a freak thing. That hadn't happened, yeah. like, in almost 20 years. But still, it's like, boom. I'm kind of wishing some of that kind of rubbed off now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just well, give me, like, the little cold front, maybe. Like, just drop it on, like, 80 or 70 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, that, I, I'm with you. Like, the one this past winter was, one, like, one of the worst winters we've I've, I can remember in my lifetime, at least as an adult, mm-hmm. um, with the amount of snow we got and the frequency of it. But, um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing okay. Uh, just, you know, working away watching i've been still on like uh, a big tv kick lately just watching the shows um haven't really you know i played some more mario maker haven't really dabbled anything else yet i really need to get back to metro but um it's a lot of good shows coming out lately i've been like stranger things still trying to watch them almost i'm like i think i got like three episodes of that left yeah um the there's a show that comes out every year on amazon prime um that's uh called uh all or nothing and it's like every year like it's like nfl hard knocks where they where in hard knocks they follow uh nfl team for the entire summer like through their their training camp practices oh yeah well this game this one's a, it's the same like f- studio like uh same film crew but they follow an nfl team for the entire season um so they did one on carolina panthers last year and it just came out last week uh last friday and i burned through that entire show in like a day and a half um so yeah, I've been on. I just like I'm like I need to finish Stranger Things first, but, but I'll watch the first episode, and then like I watch like the first four episodes <laughs> that one night, and then I, I watch the rest like over the next like over the next day. Um, so yeah, I've been just really in a big uh, still the last really the last like six weeks or so, just in a big uh, watch. I've been wanting to watch TV a lot. I think it's just you know with especially with the heat and stuff. I'm like just even thought of playing games sometimes is that just sounds hard, <laughs> you know? Uh. Like ah. Uh, I could play this game for an hour or I can just sit here and relax and watch this show I know I'm going to like. So that's kind of the, the state I've been in. Or, you know, other than playing some Mario Maker here and there. Um, but yeah, you know, other than that, nothing too exciting going on with me. Uh, I don't think I have any like, funny stories that happened recently. Oh, yeah. Nope. <laughs> oh, uh, did, I, did I mention uh, we did the Uber Eats stuff? I, mean, I think I mentioned that last time we recorded. Um, we did delivery stuff for that. Oh, yeah, that's um, right. That's That's been fun. Uh, Courtney sometimes because we do it together uh, I drive and she gives me directions mm-hmm. and then she runs in and out um, sometimes thinks she knows better than uh, Google Maps and has nearly killed us all a few times which has been fun <laughs> uh, there was one time where uh, she had me like oh, just keep going straight I'm like I don't think this is the right way babe just keep going straight I know where I'm going okay and then I'm like I'm, I'm going we're on a one way going the wrong way um, that's happened a couple times uh, I'm like, I'm in the turning lane, but it's turning the other direction. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the arrow's going towards us. I don't know if that's good. Uh, yeah, so uh, that's been fun. Or at one point, she uh, swiped that we delivered the food already at an apartment complex. And once you swipe that you delivered it, you can't look up the address anymore. Oh, no. So I'm at this apartment complex with, um, like, you know, there's multiple buildings with, I don't know, probably 100 or 200 different potential places to go to with the food in my hand i'm like i don't i don't know where this food's supposed to go and it's like 1 30 in the morning and i'm like i don't want to start knocking on doors for the next hour so i'm like 
I'm just going to set this here. Hope they find this burrito. And I'm going to get the old dusty trail now. <laughs> so, needless to say, uh, we got a bad review on that one. Well, obviously. Uh, but, you know, it, yeah. It's all right. It's not bad. Um, we got we found a pretty good system. Uh, we found some good, like, good spots to hang out. And we can make decent money doing it. Uh, we made like 230 bucks in like 11 hours. That's awesome. Doing it over the course of like yeah like four days. So yeah, it's been it's been a, it's been actually a lot of fun doing that. Um, keeping busy, it's, you know, making money instead of spending money. Except you know we we, we did spend it. I won't lie, we we spent a decent amount of it probably on, you know, you can always smell delicious food for so long before you just get hungry yourself. Oh. Especially when we do it for like four or five straight hours. <laughs> and you're just like I if, if I had to smell one more goddamn steak burrito, I'm gonna fucking scream. So uh, you end up just getting your own steak burrito, um, <laughs> a couple times, and some nachos, and some queso, maybe a tortilla. <laughs> you know, I'm just, yeah, see, I'm just envisioning you two are just like going through delivery stuff. It's like, hey, what do you want to do? Yeah, let's go to Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, we go, we go to this place called Abelardos. That's uh, it's amazing. They're open until like three or no, they're open until four a.m. in the weekend. Oh man, so. that sounds fucking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. We like we just. It's like fast food, like uh, um, Mexican food, but it's actually like really good, like nice restaurant style Mexican food. Uh-huh. Um, so we just sit in that parking lot, and there's like that's like the the main area. And then there's like a four or five like restaurants that just keep getting hit. That place is probably the most popular one, so that's why we sit in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, yeah. And we'll just like watch like movies on on Netflix on our phone while I have my phone up for you know waiting for orders to kick in, and then we go. And it's just like we just then we we circle back and usually on the way back we'll get a couple more hits and then we just sit there and wait a few minutes and boom, so it's been fun. It's like we got a nice little cycle going. Nice. Uh, yeah. So that's been fun. Um, yeah, that's not really too much more exciting going on for me other than that, that I know of. Uh, I can't remember. It's been been very tired. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. Gables, like I said, I haven't really played too much. Just been dabbling some more in Mario Maker. Uh, I'm put any levels up or anything i haven't even started i haven't even messed with that stuff i've just been checking out some of the popular levels and some of the friends my some of the levels my friends made uh what you've been playing well you know what it's been kind of like the same thing with me where it's like i've i have completed the main like uh mode and stuff oh. for mario maker 2 cool. which i enjoyed and uh i still have to go through some of the rest of the levels as there's like over 100 something levels and it's like i mm-hmm. didn't get through all of them in my first initial playthrough but then again it's like oh so you can Sorry, so you can you can beat it without actually um, beating all the levels? Pretty much, you know. You can choose your own levels okay. that you want to complete. That's just the thing. You unlock more mm. each time you complete a section of the Peach's Castle and stuff, and it unlocks more, and it's like, okay, I can either do this one-star level right here, or I can do this, this interesting maybe three, maybe four-star level, maybe get a little bit more challenging or something. And it's basically kind of like the, the approach you take with it. But regardless of which, you're going to play like a good chunk, of the levels that the the people who developed them and stuff curated and stuff, and a lot of them are actually pretty well done. Some of them are quite surprisingly in depth for what initially what I felt <laughs> was gonna be, you know, because there is like these one levels and stuff that alternated between switches and stuff and tried to beat certain like uh, portions of this level and stuff with. Uh, like with all these different like collectibles and stuff, these coins and stuff you had to collect throughout this one level and stuff. And there's just different themes like that. And then 
it's just enjoying bits and pieces of the game while I was doing bits of work for over the past week. It definitely is a fun experience. I mean, oh my gosh, there's just so many fun inventive stages you can play online too where I've only tried a couple of different levels. I've downloaded one level because I thought that it was absolutely cool and this was the one it's one of the most popular ones that was going on Mario Maker 2 and it had to do with like alternating between these like these uh, blue switches and these pink switches and stuff, right? And then you have to try to beat this level as quickly as possible. I consistently am getting like one second above the freaking world record and stuff for this course. I'm like, oh, Huh. God bless it, man. It's like, if only I'm like, I have step faster. <laughs> it just gives you the motion where, okay, just one more time. Just one more level. Just one more level. It's that type of addiction stuff that I love in Mario Maker. Mm -hmm. And Mario Maker 2 definitely has a great, and honestly, I feel it's a better, more robust selection of levels to choose from than the original Mario Maker has. And I really like that. Yeah. But uh, I haven't created any levels yet. I currently would like to create a level or two, but it's probably going to be a little bit before I do that because I wanted to finish at least one more game before Fire Emblem Three Houses comes out, which is tomorrow. And another game that I have been playing has been going through and refinishing up Borderlands 2. Now, Borderlands 2, I played in 2016, beat the campaign with my Gunzerker and stuff, but when I went and rebought the collection game this year, in current year 2019, I forgot to upload a lot of my uh, character development saves for the cross-save <laughs> function, and so when I went to download the character from the cloud, it was back at like around level 14, level 15. And uh... I had to not only go and retrack and redo a whole bunch of portions. I basically played through a good chunk of that game, trying to play catch-up over the past, like, couple months. And until this coming week and stuff, now I'm just one main story mission before completing it. I'm on the Talons of God-like uh, mission, for story mission-wise, chapter 18. That's the last major story chapter. But... I'm currently wanting to try to finish up some bit of the side quests, which honestly there are some there are some duds inside the side quests, but there's some funny ones too. I mean, currently a side quest that I was working on was a bit of like uh, the the po I think it was like the ho dunks and stuff, and like uh, this like this like hick fashion like bandits and stuff against these like these Irish like uh, bandits of the Highlands and stuff, and they're like these big old feuds going against one another, and like going back and forth where you have to say use this dynamite and stuff to like explode all the ho-dunks like race cars or something or just shooting up little bits of like the other sides like guys and this and that the whole presentation of it is pretty hysterical because it's like it's like at first the the main faction inside the like the highlands is of hires you to try to get back at the ho-dunks because they somehow according to them like damage their distillery and stuff so they're not able to drink their bows and so it's like, from there, it's like, you get hired on by the ho-dunks and do this and that and stuff to the other side. And it, I thought it was a kind of, I think I think it was a kind of like a funny back and forth little side quest stuff. It it just kind of had the feeling of like the Hatfields and the McCoys from like way back and stuff where you have two sides that are really just hating a lot of like different things. And it's just, it's just funny just going through and uh, 
completing missions like that, but on top of that, there there has been like some little bit of hiccups here and there. One has been deciding what I should do with my Gunzerker because the whole different types of like skill trees and stuff. I'm trying to try to work on the best build of it, which currently I'm like I want to say two skill points away of maximizing the central skill tree. Currently, my Gunzerker has this sort of thing where I'm I'm wanting to model it after like constantly being inside the Gunzerker mode, but on other than that, though, I'm trying to uh, basically use guns like pistols and stuff and try to get like enough good like ammunition stuff. And I'm just trying to keep on Gunzerking for like a long while, and so my build sort of represents that. And so there's these different type of perks like like Yippie Kaye and stuff like that, where it's like <laughs> it is definitely one of those ones where it presents you with an, with more time to actually go and gunzerk and do this and do that and then like five or six shots that's like one another types of perks and stuff where potentially you could shoot more as long as like you keep on reloading and don't like empty the clip and stuff and it's like okay that's that's definitely very helpful <laughs> but uh yeah i've been looking over videos in certain parts of like skill guides too to try to get a better build of like my Gunzerker Salvador and stuff like uh but my main intent was uh originally I wanted to try to see if I could try out some different characters like a siren or like maybe going through like with the Mechromancer stuff I mean currently I thought about doing like another playthrough of Borderlands 2 besides doing my Gunzerker one but I may have to say that for a later date, <laughs> as I'm kind of getting a little bit tired of going through, like, the Borderlands 2 kind of slog and stuff with the side quests and, like, the different types of things. Yeah. And I haven't even tackled the, the DLC yet. And that's just the thing. I did not touch the DLC when I first beat Borderlands 2. I may do that. I may do that once I beat Borderlands 2. But it's probably going to be at least, I want to say, a couple months from now. So it's definitely going to be one of those games where I'm going to finish up the campaign, beat it, and then I'm going to shelve it for a little while, let it brew for a bit, and then return back to it. Because, you know what, I'm not done playing Borderlands 2, but I'm going to give it a rest when I get my hands on Fire Emblem Three Houses, because I'm in the mood for some battles. That's all that I care about right now. <laughs> but, nice. but yeah, that's pretty much what I've been playing. Very cool, man. Very cool. Glad you're still enjoying that game. Oh man. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, a, there's a part of me that's like, don't just, just don't just avoid Borderlands Three. And there's part of me also that's like, like there's that little devil on my shoulder, like, get Borderlands. <laughs> just do it. I, like, feel I, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And I'm just waiting for the first initial patches to come out before I even attempt to try to buy that game. I yeah. I know Borderlands Three is coming. It's Borderlands. I may get my hands on it, may play it, but I'm not guaranteeing that I'm going to beat that game this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of those games that's going to take some... When is that game? What's the release date on the game again? September, right? Yeah, at that point... September 13th. At that point, I'm not going to be probably getting <laughs> Borderlands 3. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got Link's Awakening come out the very next week. Well, so yeah, exactly. Get that, I'm getting Link's Awakening. Play that and then go back to Borderlands. It should, it should be it'll probably be ready to go by then far as patches and everything goes but uh so it's like do i want yeah, at that point it sucks what? it's like it's kind of funny it's like 
at that point in that September, it's like, do I want to go ahead and have fun playing the Zelda game on my Switch, or do I want to be frustrated playing Borderlands 3 co-op? It's kind of a hidden. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah, a given for kinda, me. That's what sucks, too, because if you wait to play Borderlands 3, everybody, that all your friends are either done with it by then, or they're way ahead of you level-wise. Yeah. So that's the downside of those kind of games. So, if, you, if you're in the co-op side of it. Yep. Uh, but let's move on. We got some actual topics here to discuss. Once again, Nintendo um, is like the saving grace for us. Uh, pretty much since E3, they've been the only thing that's given us like consistent things to talk they about. They really have. Uh, yeah. It's not always like killer stuff, but it's it's stuff, you know, at least because you know, there's things worth talking about. Um, so last time we recorded, they, um, they announced the Switch Lite. Uh, it's coming out on September 19th. Uh, was, that the, was it the 19th? Oh, I feel like that's wrong. Did they that's actually mother, announce mother, the release date for birthday. that? Never mind. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm going to look it up real fast. I should. Right. September 19th is my mother's birthday, so if, for anybody that is interested. <laughs> um, wait, release date. Here we go. It comes out the 20th. Okay, yeah, the same day as the... Uh, as um, uh, Link's Awakening. Uh, Link's Awakening, sorry. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. I had a brain fart there. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so they announced that uh, that was coming out, and then they a couple of days later, like a week later, announced that there's a new Switch model coming out. But it's only for like the the, the regular Switch, not the Lite. Yeah. Um, that has gonna have a the new model will have a better battery life. So currently, like the original Switch that everybody has, um, as for for undocking, the battery life is two and a half to six and a half hours. Uh, the Switch Lite will be three to seven hours. This new model will be four and a half to nine hours. Um, so th- uh, this doesn't really make a lot of sense to me. Um, okay. Why? Why is? Why is it? I mean, it makes sense to like, hey, if you can make a a switch with a, with better battery life, do it. You know, seriously, like that's awesome. Like, that's yeah. great. Do that. But why didn't you make the switch light like this? Why doesn't that have it? Like, why does this have a better battery life than the light? Like that. I feel like if anything, they should like this should be the switch lights uh, battery life at minimum. What, what do you think? Hmm. Well, I can see where you're coming from from there because it's if you're going to be getting a portable system like the Switch Lite, you would expect it to be at least lasting around that four to six hours sort of ratio in terms of a handheld, like it could be. You know, sort of similar to how the Nintendo DS or like the not the DS, but I want to say the 3DS, where you could technically turn off the Wi-Fi of the thing, you could technically like dim down things, you get a longer battery life thing as a result, but. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting how they went forth and improved the original model of the Switch. Increasing the battery life of it is the most notable thing of it. But having that version have the longer battery life than the light, yeah, it is kind of kind of like uh, mind-boggling in that way. But at the same point, that's definitely going to be for other people that want to get maybe a, an original Switch if they choose to, just for like the whole docking and putting out like purpose and stuff. But uh, in terms of the announcement of the Nintendo Switch Lite, I'm personally more than happy with it because of a couple reasons. One, the curvature of the handle itself. Two, it has a actual legitimate D-pad and not buttons for D-pad. I mean, mm-hmm. I am an old school gamer too. It's like I love a strong, like a strong, sturdy D-pad and stuff when I'm playing my games. I'm more used to going through with my left hand and stuff and just 
basically have that kind of like concrete feel and stuff without things being jeopardized and sort of like precision wise especially if i'm playing a fighting game if i'm going to do a quarter circle with a d-pad it's going to be something that's going to be sturdy and something's going to be very responsive not buttons buttons don't make a good d-pad in my honest opinion <laughs> they don't do well in terms of moving characters mm-hmm. i mean you could make a case, say, for the N64 back in the day with, like, doing strafing stuff in GoldenEye or Perfect Dark, but no, that doesn't compare to, like, an actual legitimate, like, moving-wise, say, like, a D-pad would. And that's one of the main things I like about the Switch Mini. But another thing that, uh, another thing that I really like about the Switch Mini and stuff is... The fact that it, the price is lower than, say, an average Switch. I mean, $200, that's a sweet spot. That's the Nintendo 3DS, quintessentially, the yeah. XL's price. And that's pretty much going to be, like, the replacement of that price point for, like, a Switch. Immediately, I like this idea because it's cheap enough to where somebody who wants to go into the holidays and stuff, the kid wants a Switch and a copy, say, of... Link's Awakening or Mario Odyssey or even the newest Pokemon game, they're going to probably go forth and buy one for their kid or something, like have it as like a stock, maybe spend like about two, three hundred dollars or something max, get the system, hide it, then get a whole bunch of the accessories or whatever. And that's definitely a great holiday item pickup. Especially if you have a little you have a little kid around the house that wants to get their first video game system or whatever and you give them this and it's like this and that. Now, the thing I don't like about this Nintendo Switch Lite is the color selections and how awkward the color selections are to me. Now, I don't mind having, say, like a, like a colored kind of theme or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a red, a blue, a yellow, a green, or something like that. And it's not taking away the fact that I do like most of the colors that are presented in this thing. But the overall choice makes it feel really weird to me. Because you have these colors like a light gray, you have a yellow, and you have a turquoise. Now, this may be me nitpicking stuff. But inside of a more alluring type of thing, yeah, they, they are technically lighter shades of these colors. But if you really want to try to entice someone, you've got to have it be... In my personal opinion, you got to have it be much more, much more alluring than that. Either have like a set where it's like you have yellow, red, green, sort of like an RGB sort of like esque sort of color scheme inside of selection, or even like go with some like obscure, maybe like an atomic purple or whatever the hell, where it's like you could see through the system and you can go through and like have like all these in-depth little things and it makes you feel cool kind of like how you did when you played on the n64 with that controller for the first time you know it's like (laughs) yeah it's it's it may be sort of minor for some people in some people's eye and yeah i understand and realize that i'm being nitpicky when it comes to say color stuff for the nintendo switch Lite, but it just feels weird to me i just don't like the current selection but I do like that there is going to be a special Pokemon edition of this Nintendo Switch Lite that has a light red and almost like a light magenta sort of like like sides of the system. Which, you know what, that does look cool. The design, the little shading in the things, that was pretty cool. 
Mm. But that's pretty much my thoughts about what the Switch Lite, the announcement, the things around it. It's like, hey, I think it's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to argue the Switch Lite. I think that's perfect for what it is. Uh, I just don't understand the announcing a week later of the new Switch model. That's understandable. With uh, a week after you announce this really cool thing, and then you're like, hey, here comes this better version that's coming uh, soon as well that um, it's going to have better battery life. Like, wh- like where, where's that Jackie Chan meme when he's holding his he- uh, hands on his head? Like, ooh, what? Um, oh, I know, right? Like, you know they're originally, uh, and you know their main intent with that type of model, that sort of stealth remodel stuff is to... Mm, try to like replace the original switch models that they've released with this longer battery life stuff because yeah. of uh cheaper costs of getting better battery i believe it is <laughs> yeah i mean i'm not knocking like it's cool that we're getting better battery life for people that are getting here soon it's just like i don't understand how like this thing has better battery life than the light like that just blows my mind that that's a thing <laughs> um, i agree like but uh yeah i don't know i i like it's cool. Like I said, it's cool. It's happening. I just think, yeah, I I love the switch idea of the switch light. It's just that battery thing is just ridiculous. It's, it's still laughable to me. Three to seven hours. Um, there'll be a switch light XL or something here soon, probably in the next like year and a half. Oh my god! And it'll be, be like the regular. It'll, <laughs> it'll be, be the XL, original size just, of the switch. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the regular switch. It's just the switch. Uh, now presenting the with, new Nintendo Switch XL Lite. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually bigger than the original switch. With, with with more battery life. Um, it's now foldable and now yeah, fits in your know. pocket. As a matter of fact, it's just, yeah. it's weird calling this. this just like the 3D Switch Lite. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually just like they had like they were trying to get rid of all those Wii U game pads. Oh, so it's just no. Like, <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the new screen. <laughs> the, the, oh, the, I thought this oh, was supposed to fold. All of a sudden, the screen just cracks up. <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would love that if they did that. They just made they brought back the Wii U gamepad. It's called the, the Switch Lite XL. Oh, <laughs> we had to use those assets somewhere. Please buy it. <laughs> yeah. We've already bought like three million of these things, and, and they're just sitting in the back. We got to get rid of them. This is what we're doing. I'd buy one just. Cause it'd be funny. Please buy um, our stuff. <laughs> please buy this. Oh God, let's get rid of all this plastic we have sitting around. These cheap ass screens. Um. Yes. Uh, but moving on. So stick with Nintendo for a thousand. Um, this all kind of happened like earlier in the week and kind of became a big deal. And Nintendo kind of turned around and did the right thing. So basically, uh, there's been this big issue towards the end of last week, I want to say. Um, a lot of complaints were going on with uh, Joy-Cons. Uh, people like, they're drifting. Like, you're not pushing the buttons, but you're like, their character is like, is drifting off to the left a little bit or the right. Um, and. You you have that. There's defects and stuff like that, but uh, it's turned into enough of a hubbub that it's actually like uh, it's been pretty popular with gaming media and online. Like it's been enough complaints going on that that's happening um, that they uh, Nintendo has finally come out and said after after about a week or so, maybe a little less of these this going on that uh, and then even like there was a class action lawsuit about to happen because they were charging forty dollars to fix this and plus it would yeah. take two weeks to get them back. Um, so they're charging forty bucks, fix it two weeks without your without your Joy Cons, um, and they decided that they're actually gonna do it for free. Um, so anybody, even without a warranty, I think the warranty for the Joy Cons is only ninety days after purchase. Um, and so if you've already paid for your, uh, for your your fix, they're gonna refund you your money. Uh, so it, it's it's cool that you know like 
that they're doing this. Uh, it's, I, I think it's great. I think it's something they probably had to do. I don't know, like how, you know, if this is like what, what the percentage is. Maybe we'll, we won't know for a while. Uh, but I feel like it's something they kind of had to do, especially after with like the launch switches where they had like, um, like a lot of them were defective out of the box. We had like I mine my launch switch Joy Cons. Um, they don't do it all the time, but they're part of that defect, and I just never sent them in because I didn't want to like be without my Joy Cons for two weeks. Um, but uh, it's it's glad that you know that they're doing this because um, I, I feel like this is something they kind of had to do because uh, it sounds like it's enough of an issue that uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I who knows if it's ten percent, five percent, twenty five percent, fifty percent. I mean, it's probably not as bad as like the Xbox's Red Wing Ring of Death, but no. um, it's enough of an issue that it, it became you know, enough people brought it up, and it became pretty pretty popular in the in the media, um, even like outside of like the gaming media, people were talking about it. So uh, it's great that they're they're doing this. What about you, Gables? Well, it's kind of funny as it takes a lawsuit pending in order to get like a company to go forth and oh wait a minute, <laughs> maybe we yeah. should rethink this. <laughs> Hold up a minute. Yeah. <laughs> well. You know what? I'm glad that Nintendo, as a company and stuff, is going through and actually honoring, like, for free, these fixes and stuff for the Joy-Con drifting stuff. Because, honestly, that is pretty much on their side, too, because of the quality of the joysticks. When they degrade and stuff and uh, start to deteriorate, that dust gets settled inside those, like, uh, particular mechanisms and stuff inside that joystick... And it prevents, and it actually goes through and makes it so that uh, the recognizable little, the little sensor inside that Joy-Con that is responsible for doing things like movement and stuff like that, it's never completely neutral. It's always like going like in a specific direction, apparently. Mm. Uh, that's pretty much what uh, I was kind of like watching a bit about, like say by Digital Foundry when they were doing their videos in regards to what Joy-Con drift means. And quintessentially, it's just an elaborate thing of kind of like what joysticks would do, say, for other older game systems and stuff, where sooner or later the the control sticks start to deteriorate, start to get worn out to where, like, you would have, like, some of the joysticks (laughs) would, the character would start moving or something like that on the screen, and it was just neutral. I had that problem for, like, a Wavebird wireless controller I had, because I played Smash Brothers so much with that Wavebird. That when I tried to play Wind Waker <laughs> and try to finish it, I could not keep Link still. I had to get a new controller. <laughs> <laughs> Which sucked because I was close to the end of it and I wanted to play and I didn't couldn't I couldn't freaking like finish it for like about a couple of weeks because I had to wait for my mom to get paid. And I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> no. I'm in high school. This is my weekend. I want to play Wind Waker. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, young teenage Gables trying to finish his backlog back then. <laughs> but um, honestly, it is it is just funny to me that there are a lot of companies that if uh, something like that's similar to happen, they wouldn't do that and just go to court and try to do this and that in terms of Proving, oh no, no, this is the direct person's responsibility once they go through and sign or buy this and it fulfills this contract application. Where Nintendo is like, oh, you know what? Yeah, that's our bad right there. We're going to cut this whole $40 nonsense that we were charging you guys before. <laughs> Which, you know, that, you know, that makes me think too. It's like, for the people who actually paid $40 for this Joy Con drift, like, fix and stuff, it's like, what what's going to be with them and stuff? Are they going to get, like, rebates or anything for that shit? Because. 
I'll tell you what, if I paid $40 for a, a fix for my Joy-Con for this drift issue, and a Nintendo goes forth and announces, like, not too shortly after, I'd be pissed, because I just paid $40 to get my thing fixed, yeah. and now you're offering it for free. <laughs> uh, oh, you're going to give me a new fucking Joy-Con? No. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, it's good on... It's good on a Nintendo as a company for doing that, you know, where other bigger companies probably wouldn't even give a shit. No, no, it's 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 one of those things where you say, like, it's something they had to do. Yeah. But, like, you, a lot of times you still see companies do it. So it's cool that, yeah, they had to do it. Um, but it's awesome that they still did it. So uh, yeah. good, uh, good thing for Nintendo. But sticking with Nintendo for uh, 2000, I don't think that's a thing in Jeopardy. Uh, but we're doing it here. Um we talked on the last show about the, the there was a leak for Luigi's Mansion coming out. I think oh what was it? It was like October like fifth or something like that. Yeah. Um, so a few days after we we talked about that, they released they announced the release date for October thirty first. So oh my it's coming out God. on Halloween. Uh, I believe that is a is it home is that a Friday? I think so. I think it's actually on a Friday. Uh, it is indeed a Friday, correct? Uh, oh wait, no, that's a yeah, it's a Friday. No wait, is that Thursday? That doesn't make any sense. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday. It's a Thursday, yeah. Holy shit. Comes out on Thursday. Oh, huh, that's weird. So, yeah. Um, uh, so, Luigi Mansion is coming out on a Thursday. Uh, I just want to say, uh, well, fuck me um, <laughs> and the asshole. Uh, this is... <laughs> fuck. Why, why Why? do people... Why do they do this to me? Gables, why? Does, do the video game gods hate me? <laughs> now, why do you I, say I, I that? I know. <laughs> I, I just want... So, we talked about how November was was nuts yeah. uh, for me. So, here, here is a just a... Um, the the four games, the last four games of the year, I'm really looking forward to that I know of that are coming up this year. Okay. Um, October 31st, Luigi Mansion 3. Yep. Death Stranding, November 8th. Uh-huh. Star Wars Fallen Order, November 15th. Uh-huh. Doom Eternal, November 22nd. <laughs> so in literally fucking 21, 23 days, four AAA games come out that I really want to play. <laughs> Three of which are most excited for than pretty much anything besides maybe Gears 5. <laughs> Oh Why? man, to be a gamer, I don't and have to time to play everything. the goddamn games I have right now. I got Wolfenstein Youngblood coming tomorrow. I don't have time to play that goddamn game. I'm so stupid. What? <laughs> I, don't, I couldn't play these. I couldn't play these games fast enough if I didn't have a job. Like why? Why couldn't these games come out? Give me a couple of them before Extra Life, please. Like that's the one saving grace for this. Is like hey, the, like the the Saturday is that the Saturday before Extra Life? I gotta know Gables. Oh my god. Oh man. When is Extra Life 2019? Oh, God. I don't even know either, man. I mean, I haven't even signed up for the damn thing for this year yet. You son of a bitch. Oh, that's the thing, man. I've been busy. <laughs> November 2nd, it comes out, uh, is uh, Saturday. Oh. Uh, is there, or is Extra Life. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, comes out two days before that. So, that's the game I'm probably going to be playing the most. Nice. But still, what the fuck? <laughs> Why do people do this to me? I, early October was perfect. I had a whole month to play that game before everything else came out. Now I'm fucked. <laughs> so thanks a lot, Nintendo. <laughs> and fucking PlayStation. And Doom. I love you, Doom. I'm sorry. Um, EA. Fuck. Anyways, I don't know. I, I think it makes sense. Hey, it's, it's weird. It's coming out on a Thursday. That's a, that's a weird release. Yeah, it is. Um, but, hey, whatever. Uh, but, no, I am looking forward to that game. Uh, not the loose state, but I'm looking forward to playing that game eventually. Um, what about you, Gibbs? What do you think? Dude, I'm going to play Luigi's Mansion 3 regardless. I love the original yeah. game. Never finished the second, but I loved playing the second. Yeah, it was okay. And you know what? The third yeah. one, I want to play because it looks fun. 
it looks more creative than both games and i like the aspect that it's like a gigantic it's kind of like more frame like the original where it's like more gigantic and there's much more elaborate puzzles and the whole thing interchanging between you and like gooigi and stuff and certain puzzle elements this has me excited to try it out yeah no that, that game's gonna be amazing uh, but moving on to some non, we have one more topic. It's non Nintendo related. Well, it's kind of Nintendo. It's everybody related. <laughs> it's the MPDs for June. Um, so uh, it's one of my favorite things to talk about every week or every month, rather. Uh, so the top twenty list for June uh, two thousand nineteen. Uh, we had uh, God of War at number twenty. Uh, Nineteen was Super Mario Party. Eighteen was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Seventeen was Mario Super Mario Brothers Deluxe. That game came out this year, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Oh, wow. Like that in feels February, like February, dude. Yeah. Uh, going off on a tangent, today is uh, Courtney and I's six-month anniversary. Aww. And uh, I, like, I, I knew it was coming, but I, I, like, I just, like, we even talked about it yesterday. And, like, she, like, she said, happy anniversary of six months. I'm like, holy fuck. It feels like 12 years ago I met you. <laughs> uh, I feel old. It actually has been fast, man. It feels like yesterday you two just met and did shit. Yeah, it feels, it, it, one hand it feels like yesterday, and the other hand it feels like it was 45 fucking years ago. Yeah. Um, women. Huh. <laughs> well, hell, I will. Uh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, uh, starting, starting over. Just just don't find out. Cables. Uh, starting over. Uh, number, number 20, God of War 18, uh, 2018. Uh, 19 was Super Mario Party. 18, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. 17, Mario Brothers U Deluxe. 16, Division 2. Uh, 15, uh, Black Ops 4, 19, or what, ooh, wow, I don't know where I'm going with that one. Sorry, 14, MLB 19, that was confusing. Um, 13, Breath of the Wild, 12, RDR 2, Red Dead Redemption 2, uh, 11, Rainbow Six Siege, 10, Days Gone, 9, Mario Kart 8, 8, NBA 2K19, that's really confusing that 2K19 is 8 and Mario Kart 8 is, eight, is 9. Um, 7 is Spider-Man, 6 is Smash Brothers Ultimate, 5 is Minecraft, Four is GTA Five, three is ML, uh, ML, what the fuck? Mortal Kombat Eleven, two is Crash Team Racing Nitro Fueled, number one, no surprise to anybody, uh, even though it came out like the twenty eighth of the month, Mario Maker Two. Uh, wow. So, it's, a, it's uh, man, these NBDs are very. I, I don't know how anybody like could like predict these. Like I would. Uh, there's like sometimes I think about like I'll be kind of fun. Like what would the top twenty look like? But it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like. Tom Clancy's Division 2 just came out in March, and it's already dropped the 16th. Uh, you got freaking uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, which everybody's talking about, oh, that's going to take over uh, for Rockstar's uh, like high-selling game. And it's been out eight months, and it's already dropped the 12th. When you got games like Mario Kart 8, Rainbow Six Siege, Minecraft, Smash Brothers, Spider-Man, NBA 2K19, GTA 5. Um, all those games came out before it, and they're uh, well ahead of it on the list. Um, I mean, I understand, like, some of those games, like, some of those sports games, especially, like, NBA 2K19, uh, that's much bigger than that, but still, try, it's, that's nuts. Um, Days Gone came out you know, a few months ago, and it's already dropped in the 10th. Uh, yep. But my Minecraft at 5, that's that's bonkers. Uh, and I, I don't, must have, I'm wondering if they have a sale or a big update or something. I don't know why it's Well, up there. let's see. But, I know for the Switch, I mean, they had, like, a physical edition of uh, Minecraft that uh, they did release. Oh, so maybe that's what did it. Was I could see that. It makes sense. Well, yeah. Oh. I know. I picked up that version, too, you know. I haven't played it too much, oh. but it's, like, 
it feels kind of cool, kind of neat. You know, you have like a physical version of Minecraft. You just plug inside your system inside, just start playing it. Yeah. Okay. That's cool then. Um, that that would explain why that happened. But GTA Five being number four, <laughs> like that. Why? What's happening? What the I mean, hell like, is up for a with while. GTA Five being such a high thing? It's like it's been like a slow month for people in general. I mean. Hell, freaking, I mean, freaking Breath of the Wild, man. It's it's still going through and selling. It's still going strong, like 13. But, man, yeah, GTA 13, 5, yeah. you look at that, it's like, what the fuck? What do you have to do to die on this damn yeah. list? I, I get, like, it still sells really well because they put the shark cards in there, so it's cheaper just to buy another copy yeah, of the Yeah, all the microtransactions. Buy those shark shit. cards. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I read that, like, uh, in, certain, in some countries, in, like, in the U.K., uh, like in three or four different countries there, it was the number one selling game for June. Or not in June, not for the month of June, but for like a two-week stretch. What? It was like the first couple weeks of June, yeah, it was like the highest selling game. So, I mean, that game's, it's, that's nuts. I mean, June was like a, it was a two-horse race with Crash Team Racing and Mario Maker 2. Yeah. Like, those are like the two big games I can remember coming out. Um, you know, Mortal Kombat 11, I think, of all the games that came out so far in 2019, is far and away the highest selling game, which still that blows my mind to think that that game. I mean, I knew it would sell well, but the fact that it's ahead of, you know, like, um, uh, well, just uh, Division Two, like Division Two, I thought for sure would be one of the highest. I I, feel, I wonder how well that game's selling or it's sold overall. Like, I want to know. I wonder. I want to know if Ubisoft is satisfied with the game because it feels like I don't know. that first month uh, when it came out. I want to that February what came out, uh, February or March. March came out. Like it, I think it was like number one or two on the list that that month, but ever since then it's like it's dropped every month, and like it's that number sixteen, so it's barely hanging on. When like Black Ops Four that's been out for what eight months now is is ahead of it, um, you know, like it's just that Breath of the Wild uh, like is ahead of it. There's it's just it. I mean I understand like some of these kind of these slow months are sometimes more fascinating to me because like you can usually predict like what it's gonna look like. Especially when we get into the holiday season, like okay, like we know Madden is going to be like number one or two. Mm-hmm. We know that uh, NBA 2K and all these certain games are going to be this Call of Duty is going to be number one. But um, yeah, it's just kind of fascinating to see like Mario Kart 8 still killing it at number nine. You know, <laughs> that game was been out for over two years now. Um, so yeah, it's it's just weird. Uh, I don't know. I that's why I like the NPD so much. Is it's like you don't. Especially like when you get to like the like outside of the top five, like you just don't know what the, what the hell it's gonna look like. Um, but even when you get in the top five, with GTA Five and Minecraft being in there, that just that's fucking crazy. It is. But um, yeah, I don't know. Anything you want to add in that before we get out of here? Um, to be perfectly honest with you, I'm just just really surprised and stuff that uh, not just GTA Five selling well, but hey, I like the fact that Mario Maker Two was number one for the MPDs mm-hmm. because that you game know, deserves it, was it. For three days three days that's still mind-blowing to me that a game that had three days in that entire month outsold everything else (laughs) yeah oh it's still crazy when a game does that but yeah that's pretty much my piece all right cool well guys we are gonna head out of here on that note then uh thank you so much for listening if you want to hear more from us we do have a facebook page and group the drunk testers podcast like and join us on there on itunes at drunk nerds pod Subscribe to us, please. Uh, leave us a five-star review and leave us a comment as well. We'd appreciate if you did that. And go to twitch.tv slash Colonel Gables. Give him a big follow. Give him a, send him a friend request. If you can do that. Well, yeah, yeah, send of course. I know I've been sort of idle on my like uh, Twitch streaming and stuff, but with my coming vacation stuff, I may just go through and possibly... Man, I may possibly stream stuff for Extra Life, you know? Maybe just like to try to get that thing all nice and neat, you know? 
I haven't done anything too mm-hmm. much with uh, on my PS4 or on my Switch in terms of streaming things. And, well, that week off definitely has a good possibility of me trying to do something beneficial <laughs> instead of just like, yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, I'm ready for actual life already. I know, as am I. We're, we're a few months away. A few months, three more months. Oh, can't wait. Um, but, <clears throat> yeah, so please check out Colonel Gables there on YouTube at Drunk Nerds, uh, Drunk Dash Nerds. Uh, Sorry, I had a burp. Subscribe to us there um, and leave us a comment. Give us a big thumbs up on our podcast. And then also on Spotify, uh, follow us out there. And if you guys know how to leave reviews, if possible, do that. Please, we really appreciate it. Um, but once again, thank you guys so much for listening. I was host, I was Tyler. And I have been Colonel Gable. So until next time, everyone, I hope you have yourself a good weekend. I hope you play plenty of fun games but most importantly of all i'd like to thank you for enjoying another fun-filled episode of the drunk dash nerds podcast hey gables yep too sweet too sweet man bye guys see ya